Hi Dave, I'm Michael Scott from Underscore VC. You're listening to Tech in Boston. Great to be with you. Hi, I'm John Pierce. Uh, I'm Michael's operating partner here at Underscore.VC, and uh, it's great, uh, great to be chatting this morning. Thanks for you guys wanting to do this, uh, first of all. So you're going to be talking about some news. By the time this thing gets posted, it'll be it'll be everywhere. Um, but basically, you're launching a, a new VC firm here in Boston, and uh, we're going to dive into how this whole idea came to be and, and what you're focused on and, and why you guys kind of wanted to do this whole thing. Sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, fun to be thinking about this as a startup. And if anything, hopefully we can... Uh, talk about this in a way that is helpful to entrepreneurs Yeah, because in many ways we're just doing our own startup here which is, which yeah, is yeah. fun. So I think a good place to start is, um, so we've done probably o- over 60 episodes now with CEOs, founders, investors in Boston and you know one of the things that always comes up with founders is like is the founding story. It's kind of where this usually starts. So yeah. uh, I'd love to hear how, how this uh, whole thing came together, you know, the two of you and, and CA Webb uh, who's been on, on the podcast before just... Like you know, you're all doing separate things. Like, how does this start? Is it a, a text message like, "Hey, I want to, I have an idea." Like, what was the actual like way this whole thing got started? Well, it's fun to share the story because it's very similar to the way we think most entrepreneurs will start their businesses. We we stepped back and thought about um, our marketplace, which in our case is all about entrepreneurs, and said, "Let's go on a listening tour to understand what they really need." And you. You could go even one step before that, I guess, and say that that tour was inspired by the fact that we saw an awful lot of change in, in the venture business. You know, angel listing, kickstarting, crowdsourcing, accelerating, incubating, all came along in the decade uh, after I first got into investing. And so uh, John and I felt it was really important to sort of think about what would that mean for the entrepreneurs in the future, what they want to see, what kind of platform we want to build. And I, I felt it was you know, really appropriate to work with John uh, because he had been such a successful entrepreneur himself. Yeah. Uh, you said before we started recording, you said uh, something like he's five for five. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're five for five. I mean, he can't say it, so I cannot. <laughs> but you know, he's had a couple of uh, uh, multi-billion-dollar exits, a couple of IPOs, and uh, you know, in fact, just this morning, of course, people will have seen this by, by the time this publishes. But um, uh, one of the companies that John was a key part of building as the CEO in the early days uh, was Demandro, which of course. I uh, was just acquired this morning uh, by Salesforce for $2.8 billion. So, you know, when, when I think about entrepreneurs like John, uh, the question is, what do they need? What, what, mm-hmm. what can we do to support them? And I think that was part of the conversation uh, uh, with Michael, um, was uh, bringing to the table uh, the perspective of living on the other side of the table, so to speak, um, and uh, uh, being able to share that and, and then then really look at the industry and all the changes that have taken place. Um, having been in tech for over 20 years here in Boston, uh, I have obvi- obviously had opinions, right, um, on uh, how the venture industry had evolved and uh, how we could, uh, you know, make... Uh, to take advantage of the changes in that, yeah, and that's 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 what we, we created the underpinnings of uh, what's become the firm. So, what what were some of those things from from your side of the table as CEO and you know multiple time you know entrepreneur? Like, what are some of the things that you were thinking about that that were like, I want to you know, if I get into this investing world, I want to change some of these things in particular. Uh, the, I think the, the, the discussions there uh, led, you know, from the perspective of the entrepreneur, uh, what they were looking for, how, what they valued, right? Um, the value was beyond beyond money. 
Um, the value was, uh, was, was looking for help in building their businesses, availability of time to mm-hmm. do that. I'm feeling uh, aligned with the, uh, with the investors. I'm generally, there was, you know, there was a feeling and that this came out in uh, the interviews, right? Um, that people found that, that they were, that, that they had a different agenda to necessarily the, uh, the agenda of the investors. And so aligning that around uh, bringing mentors uh, to the table, bringing expertise uh, to the table, um, having um, uh, investors at the table that uh, in their seed round, which may be angel investors who um, get uh, you know, crushed but when the quote-unquote professional money comes in, uh, and don't get kind of looked after. They felt that you know there was not necessarily that alignment, um, and so you know we we, we looked at that um, as an opportunity um, to uh, to build a firm. And I think one of the things that John and I were careful to do was not take our agenda, but to go out and do this listening tour. Yeah. So you talked to like three hundred something yeah, people. Yeah, it's been more than that since because we've continued to talk to people, and hopefully we'll always listen. What, what was that? What is that process actually like? You reach out to people in your network and say, hey, like, did you tell them what you were thinking about doing or did you just say like... No. Um, so actually one of them was, you know, Elias. Yeah. So uh, for yeah. example, I called Elias up and said, you know, hey, Elias, we've worked together because he's been part of my future open source program. Yeah. Uh, high respect and regard for him. So uh, grab breakfast, if I remember right, he was at the Mandarin, uh, which uh, was fun. We talked about what's, you know, it like to be an entrepreneur. What does he want from his investors? How does it uh, look for him to build a business? And the fun thing, Dave, is that John and I didn't have a hard time, uh, you know, finding themes. I mean, you've right. just heard some of the key ones yeah. from John. But they, they, they simplified down into just one key thing, uh, which John hinted at there, above all. And that is that capital is really a commodity. Uh, and as John said, what people want is more than capital. They want the business building help that will help them go from, you know, seed through their entire journey to IPO or acquisition. Right, and so like if I'm an entrepreneur and thinking about, it's almost like the, the decision now is if you've, if you've done a couple things, it's, it's relatively easy for you know, your average entrepreneur to go get a million dollars, for sure. example. Yeah, capital's out there. And you mentioned all the other alternative sources too, right? Kickstarter, right. Angel, uh, you know, AngelList. Um, but you're saying like the value add is, sure, anybody can go get money. Sure. But the value add is if you want to build something amazing. Yeah. And, and enduring and something that will really, you know, uh, enable you to pursue your passion and vision as an entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, you think about what, what those things are. It turns out there are some consistent themes in that sort of double-click down. We can talk about those. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do it. Uh, well, again, John hinted at some of these, so let me go straight to them. Yeah. Uh, the first thing people said was, look, um, VCs are great. Even if you've been an entrepreneur, and, you know, John obviously, you know, has walked in those shoes. Uh, or I have two for the deaf 20 years. The reality is, the minute you become an investor, you're the other side of the table. <laughs> so what they want is trusted confidants who are current, by the way, in their domain, uh, and also with the skill sets. So that might be product skill sets when you're in the early days, you know, creating and trying to find product market fit. It might be go-to-market uh, skill sets. Or later on, um, and this is very important, you know, by stage, it might be things like figuring out how to create the business model that gives you repeatability and then predictability and profitability and so forth. But each of those things, if you break them down, comes down to figuring out how can you find the right domain, stage, and skill 
to bring to bear for an entrepreneur for the point that they're at in their journey in building their company. And that's what John and I spent the time uh, then really stepping back to think about. And so the, uh, these t- touch points, the individual touch points in the gestation of a company, um, there is a need to have different people involved, right? And so building, an, building on the ecosystem that we have and know um, and identifying folks in, the, uh, in, in that ecosystem and going beyond our networks, right? Um, obviously, we've got strong networks, but we need to build beyond that. Right. Um, it was this whole notion of, you know, how do we develop a community that can help um, the entrepreneurs at the various stage that they're, they're building their company through and for the skills that are required, right? Whether it be in the sales area or the engineering area. So what, what, form, what form does the community take? Like, is this... Uh is this like kind of like what CA is focused on and exactly. what you're actively growing? Yeah. And you, you got it. So that's okay. where CA came in. You know, okay. it, it didn't take long again for John and I um, <laughs> to start thinking about, okay, uh, to John's point, if we're going to build that community, it's going to be beyond John's, my network, and, you know, the six or 7,000 contacts that we've built over the years, Yeah. Um, which, you know, we've worked with in, in the businesses we've built. How do we think about this in a, an ecosystem for the benefit of Boston as a whole? And the person that we loved the most... Uh, over the years, watching what she did was, of course, CA. You know, we watched her take a sleepy old organization at, at NEBCA, uh, and pardon my, um, you know, French here, kick off the, yeah. you know, those that were sort of leaning out from the board and bring in some real, you know, young champions and, and future thinkers, including entrepreneurs, which we loved. Uh, and then build programs like TechGen, uh, which he worked with Corey on, who's now running our programs uh, for our cause, as we call them. Um, and that, of course, is exactly what we were looking for. Somebody who could think about the broader community in Boston and moving the needle there and bring programmatic ex- execution of things like, for example, how do we bring the next generation of entrepreneurs from our colleges into our startups the way she did with TechGen. So, so that's how the three of us came together. And uh, we feel very excited about that sort of uh, you know, balance of, of skills, operating skills that can build value in business in John, community skills that can build value in for the community and ecosystem uh, with uh, uh, both CA and Corey uh, and obviously uh, investing behind that. Yeah. Uh, so, so this all fits under kind of the umbrella of while we're launching a venture investing firm, right, um, is under the umbrella of giving back, right? So how do we give back to the community, support the community to build the business, but also give back and create those connections, create those peer-to-peer connections. Uh, within the networks, within the domains, so that within the skills levels, etc. So, part of our uh, thesis here um, and one of our founding principles is this whole notion of, uh, you know, give to get, right? So, our our community building, um, we hope we'll be able to widen that into a broader Boston uh, directive, um, which is why CA came in, um, onto the team. Um, and be able to build a stronger uh, network in Boston to build more multi-billion dollar companies uh, here for the, uh, the long term. Yeah, I think it's an interesting approach because I think uh, you know a lot of like first-time entrepreneurs and founders feel sometimes that they're far removed from the VC firms or right. like there's a there's a missing gap, right? If you've done this before, if you're somebody like David and Elias, right, you have a network of people and you know what you're going to do. Right. Um, but you know, if I were to go start a company tomorrow, it, it's harder to say what's that first step. And so, yeah. so you kind of see that as the work that you know CA and Corey do is just casting a net around the whole community. That's exactly. not 
not direct. It's not like direct response marketing where you need something to pay off today. So, it's more of. In fact, uh, there are th three things that you know I can give you as a, a tip if you are a first-time entrepreneur listening to this. You know, I've often heard. I hear it in my classes when people come up to me afterwards and they say, "Hey, you know, how do I get started or how do I get connected?" First thing is, if you want to become part of the underscore community, you can literally just go to our website and enter your email address and. Uh, you will immediately get to be a subscriber to the events that we'll be organizing. They're not all broad public events, but the ones that we do make available are particularly oriented towards how do we help the entrepreneurs make their first connections, get to connect with potential, for example, other founders and, and uh, talent and so forth. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to follow on John's theme, you know, we think what's good for the community is good for everybody, and it's pretty obvious to say that. But we're even more explicit in one of our founding values, we've said, we really think just as it takes a child to, sorry, a village to raise a child, it takes a community to build a great company. And so we think of that in the broader sense in Boston. Uh, and our community, by the way, does include other VCs. A very important principle for us is we're excited that there are new firms, you know, that are getting started. Obviously, firms like Accomplice that have done a great job, uh, or Nextview that has, you know, come in to, to reinvigorate the early stage, uh, or even the pre-seed firms like Project 11. Uh, and then my partner Jamie, um, to his credit, has, has stormed in with a terrific new idea too. Uh, so we're excited about those players. And in fact, our goal will be to uh, always syndicate our deals so that there is a two-handed approach to it. I mean, we happen to be sitting here at Acquia, for example, and, and it's a good, good example of how I've always done that. You know, even though it was several months of work before you wrote the seed check for Acquia, I immediately brought in another investor, a great investor, Sigma. Uh, alongside us at the Series A. So we'll do that. That's the second key thing, and we hope that will bring the community forward. So uh, one thing we didn't we didn't mention yet is, uh, like, your focus. Yeah, yeah. If I may, I'll come to that. I just sure. want to finish the third point, because yeah. CA's not here, so I want to make sure I speak for her. <laughs> uh, she's uh, finishing maternity leave. Uh, CA will also run our foundation, which uh, today's not the day to get into the news on that, but some, sometime I suggest you catch up with her. Okay. Show with you how that's a part of giving back to. That's, that's a good teaser. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Um, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so so just you know, do you guys have a specific focus? Yes. Um, why don't I kick it off, and then John can give you a couple of examples of, of you know how we're thinking about sure. different companies. Yeah. Um, so the focus we we like to think about first of all is it's always about great entrepreneurs. Um, if a great entrepreneur walks through the door and she knows her market particularly well, and we think it's a great opportunity, we're going to invest in her first and foremost. We try not to pretend that we have you know, vision beyond our entrepreneurs, but we try to be prepared uh, and certainly you know, evolved in our own thinking. And we were lucky enough, actually that's how I got to, to back John at Cloudware, to have a thesis years ago. We called everything as a service. It's over a decade old before cloud was sort of invented. Um, and the sort of uh, latest incarnation of that we call cloud intelligence. And it's simply uh, stated is thinking about the future where everything is connected to the cloud, whether it's your Fitbit on your wrist, your Nest thermostat at home, your sensor, for example, in your factory, or something that's connected to a medical instrument you know, in a hospital. And as all those things become connected to the cloud, the challenge is how do you connect the value of those, of the data that's streaming from it to the business process that drives, whether it's revenue or improved efficiency, et cetera. And that requires intelligence in the cloud. And we think that intelligence will drive both new applications and indeed new business models and new delivery devices. Um, and we are looking forward to you know, another decade, I would say, at least, of uh, opportunities that it builds some really good companies. 
So in terms of uh, at, a, at a high level, um, Michael's talked about the thesis, but what are we looking at, right? Um, we're a $75 million fund. Uh, we are targeted at uh, seed to seed to A, or as we think about uh, think about it, given the nomenclatures move around so much, and we now have pre-seeds. Uh, basically, the first institutional money in, um, and being being the one that'll write the A round uh, check, right? Uh, so that's sort of they're the they're the, they're the uh, investment areas that we're uh, we're sp- very very specifically targeting. Is there about. an average typical deal size for that, or does it just depend on every type of company? Uh, the A round checks. I mean, in the marketplace, you see them run. You know, anywhere from you know two two to five million dollars. You know, and then then there's a co investor on the other side, right? Um, so that's you know uh, you know a four to you know. Seven, six, seven, eight million dollar check in total for an A. I don't think that that's particularly changed, um, but the the goalposts just you know have moved all over the place in the last few years. But the basic uh, kickoff, uh, you know, building uh, minimum yeah. viable product is so, uh, that kind of uh, fund. So one fund. Qu- one question that uh, you know comes up a lot. Um, so if you if you're the first you know institutional money in, is there and you're looking at somebody's company. Um, mm-hmm. Is this the stage where you're looking at, is it too early to look at particular metrics? Like, is this the unit economic stage or is it still a little early and you're, this is still, there's a pretty big gut call on, on these early stage investments? So, you know, John and I have a really good partnership on this piece. We, we, we think about it as well as I'll let John speak to his piece. We think the key is to always know how you're going to make money. That's why John's been so successful. He never gets confused about that. Uh, and it makes a great, you know, kind of balance to me. We also think on the other side of things, you've always got to have a clear understanding about you know, the vision of the business you're building. So somewhere between those two things is what we're making a judgment on. But um, to be specific about answering your question, neither of us get confused about metrics versus markets. So for example, you can have all the metrics in the world that are beautifully telling you a story, but if you don't have a market that's big enough to support the kind of investment that we're making, it's meaningless. So market, think of it as markets and people. Okay. Um, the people piece of it is incredibly important, um, and understanding the team, you, the, the folks that you're building, backing the team that needs to be built, how they're going to build that team, and how they think um, on their feet, and how they think about building a business, and is there an alignment to build a you know long-term sustainable business, and do they really understand what that that means? Right, and I guess if you if you have the people and you have the market, you can kind of always figure out the third. The third, exactly. the operational Absolutely. piece, right? Exactly. You can bring everything in, but if you don't have the market or the people, you're kind of right. Kinda and you must be playing in in, in this business. Uh, you must be playing in a big in in a big market uh, by definition. Yeah. Uh, so we're always looking for that opportunity. And w- w- what we love, which is fun, you know, if you were to join our, you know, um, reviews with entrepreneurs, is we are, we bring the community into that too, because John and I don't pretend that we have the latest judgment, for example, on what's a, a great market. Because often they're not big when you first get into them; they're emerging. Um, but we love having our community members weigh in and share what they see are the trends coming down the track, whether it's in collaboration or commerce or big data, machine learning or cloud infrastructure. These are the causes we call them that have the right to opinion because they're out in the market doing this business. Right. And that helps us because John and I uh, and Richard, who's on our investment team, for example, Corey, CA, etc., we can make judgments about people uh, and we obviously look to you know, continuously stay in touch with uh, the best of the best that are building these ideas and so forth. 
But we're not out there talking to customers every day. They are. Uh, so they're the ones who have a right to an opinion. They're current in the marketplace. So one of the things that we've uh, done from a team perspective uh, that is a little different is uh, as part of our founding principles is to be open with the entrepreneurs in terms of how we view their, the business that they're building, right? And no one likes to be told that their, that their business is not ready for venture investing. Um, but uh, we take the time to uh, go back to them and after we've met, looked and, and, and done some investigation, um, talk to them about why we're not necessarily the right fit or what they, some of the things that they need to think about in terms of building their business. Um, because we want to build a relationship with the entrepreneurs. We don't want to be a, seen as a closed shop. Uh, and we, uh, we want to invest in, back into them because just because, you know, today they're working on business X that might, may or may not move in the right direction. They'll become another day if they're true entrepreneurs that our paths will cross again. So building those relationships is something that we invest in. Uh, and we see that as an important part of, uh, you know, building the, uh, the partnership with the community as well. What else should we talk about? Well, a couple of things that I think are fun for us to sort of step back and think about in the industry as a whole. Uh, one is comes out of your question, Dave, which is, you know, sort of what's the time that you engage an entrepreneur? We actually think it's never too early. Uh, so some of the, you know, best businesses we've, we've backed have been a guy or a gal with an idea, or sometimes even before that, we've you know had a thesis, for example, open source would be a good example. Uh, and we've gone out and sought out great entrepreneurs like Dries and you know, moved them from another country, even in this case, uh, to get a business uh, like Acquia going. So so we want to be proactive. Um, and then I think that's important and it, it isn't you know determined by stage, it's determined by opportunity. And the second thing is in this notion of give back, we also want to try to help create what we call a virtuous cycle. Um, so our virtuous cycle is that if we can help uh, learn alongside the entrepreneurs, invest in them, help them build their companies with the community that, that we're creating around that, and then as they're successful, share, and that's share back in terms of both the knowledge, also the time from entrepreneurs who are successful to give back to up-and-coming entrepreneurs, and then ultimately even in the rewards, which we're going to do in our platform, as you'll see as it rolls out, um, and also with our foundation, uh, so that... In the end, it is truly a virtuous circle that invests all the way back into the community. That's how we think we can make a difference. And it's a, we too, as I said, we're a startup. Yeah. This is our 10-year vision. So um, we're revealing a very small amount today, but we, it's because we'd rather do than talk. But we yeah, have yeah. 10 years of execution ahead of us, at least, to get the fund where we want it to be. Well, it's, it, it's interesting because, um, so traditionally, like, I've done 60 of these, and I ask every entrepreneur at the end, like, What's um, good about Boston, building company in Boston? What's something they want to, you know, wish we could improve on? Yeah. And I bet you if we went back and we listened to all 60, you'd be 60 for 60 at people saying that the best thing about the, you know, startup community in Boston is just how helpful everybody is. Absolutely. Um, and, like, I didn't I, – I'm starting to feel that now. It's just the, the amount of people that uh, are like, oh, if you're working on something similar, yeah, let's hang out and talk about that. And so yeah. it's, it's a good mission to be a part of. Yeah, well, we're excited to have you part of it too. For so sure. Look forward to working with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about the name a little bit. Okay. Underscore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a fun one. Um, John, CA, myself, Corey, Richard, Rob, all the team were very uh, clear that we wanted to have a name that reflected our values and principles. And the founding principle is that, you know, it's all about the entrepreneur. And so we wanted to take a name that could be underscoring and be uh, really highlighting the entrepreneur rather than, you know, claiming anything ourselves. 
And so we like the fact that this name is really about how do we bring the best out of the entrepreneur and help them realize that potential in underscoring. What goes into, uh, what went into the name brainstorming? Are you guys all like sitting around with a case of beers and a whiteboard? Like <laughs> <laughs> Several cases, yeah. several whiteboards yeah. uh, and a lot of time. Now we, we, we tried to be, I don't know, John, how would you describe this process? Well, it's a, it's a, uh, I want to say it's a frustrating process. Yeah, I'm sure. It really is. Uh, but I think that the uh, the way in which we've uh, uh, attacked it was uh, to use some outside resources um, who um, don't have a direct interest in the business. So you have this sort of you know a voice of reason coming from the outside mm-hmm. who's thinking uh, outside the box. And that's extremely important, right? To think that you can do this internally yourself, I think, is ext- become extremely lucky. Um, if you stumble upon something. So, uh, and then iterating upon that uh, became the, the, the path and the process and it becomes a, by elimination, uh, working through all of the weird words that are just a bunch of letters put together uh, to all of the, you know, uh, uh, words from Latin and other, uh, other to languages. Find all the meaning and, trying to yeah. find the meaning in, in that that applies to your business. Uh, so it, it gets uh, it gets a little interesting along the way, uh, but at some point, you know, things click and you you, you find something you, that you can uh, um, uh, that you can identify with. And I think that's that's important. Yeah, it's funny because you know I I, I can joke a little bit about this. Uh, I remember pictures of us sitting on John's dock <laughs> last, last summer, thinking about you know what name would we evolve. With. In the end, we said let's just let the name emerge until we need to actually announce one. And so. Um, what is good about it is John said the key word. We all identify with this word. When it, when it was there, we finally all kind of converged around it. And all for different reasons. I mean, some people saw some fun things like the, at the beginning of our name is the underscore character, ASCII 95. Right, right. So it's underscore, underscore dot PC. And, um, and we love the fact that, you know, for programmers and software, you know, developers, that, that might be the declaration of variables right at the beginning of your code right yeah. there. So, you know, that's going to our roots. That's where I started as, a, as an engineer. A developer and um, and others related to it for the reasons we were talking about earlier, which is you know, it's all about entrepreneurs and highlighting them. So cool, and it's a global it's a global word as well. It's not one that has different meanings in different uh, parts of the world, generally. Yeah. generally speaking, and that's one of the important things. And it sure. really become the name is a name, and it's going to become what what you guys make it. It you becomes know, the your brand, brand you and, build around yeah. it, and we hope more importantly that that we can build a community around it. For sure. Um, what else was I going to ask? Any investments you can talk about yet? No, we can't talk about them yet. But, but you've made them. We have made a series okay. of investments. So okay. You'll be excited to see those. And in fact, that's why we, we don't even talk about this as a launch. It's really just a reveal because we, we we needed to reveal ourselves so we could start sharing our investments. You're already doing work. Uh, we've been doing a bunch of okay. investments and, and thoroughly enjoying that. Cool. Um, and the other thing that you will see, which we can at least touch on now, is that we're also beginning to organize the community. Um, really excited to have hired Corey to be the community manager. And so you'll see uh, the emergence of what we call some of our cores, goes along with our name. These being some of the groups that bring the domain, stage, and skill expertise together to help the entrepreneurs build their businesses. So we look forward to being on a future podcast with you to share. Yeah, let's do it. Well, thank you guys for doing this. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Can you plug where can people find, where when we post this, where will people be able to find everything they want to know about you guys? Underscore 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 dot vc. Beautiful. And thanks again to you, Dave. Thanks for doing it. Thanks, Dave. Cool.